Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include, but are not limited to, professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Viewer discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Okay, Tim, the question for today is, is it sinful to wear a bikini to a public pool? Yeah, this is one of those really interesting questions because that was my uh, grandpa's position that it was sinful to go to public pools because of how immodest it actually was. And uh, one of the interesting things that's happening now is that I see a lot of uh, younger people who are basically uh, taking that position again in a way that's somewhat surprising so, you know, you had my grandfather's generation where you still had people who were saying that kind of thing. And then I think uh, the generation after that, then they were liberated from that fundamental oppression. And now we're kind of back. Uh, we're coming back to the cycle where there's plenty of people who are on the other side of that, who are basically asking uh, us to rethink some of these basic assumptions that we um, have had for many years. And this is one of those topics that I'm seeing uh, more and more people actually comment on along these lines and asking along these lines. And I think, I mean, I think everyone knows the right answer to this question, but the, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone knows the answer, man. I don't think anyone wants to, to admit it, like admit the yeah. obvious, you know? So. Yeah. You know, I, I even, uh, I, re- I distinctly remember even before I was a Christian, I would always comment on, you know, this trend where swimwear for, especially for women, it seemed like it was getting skimpier and skimpier and skimpier every year. And I remember, I remember asking, you know, friends of mine that were girls, <clears throat> why, you, why do you feel comfortable wearing what you would wear to the beach or, or to a swimming pool? Uh, but you feel uncomfortable thinking about someone accidentally seeing you just in your underwear because your underwear actually covers up more <laughs> then then, your then swimwear tire. the yeah. swimwear does. So yeah, no. Why, that, I mean, what's the? Why are you? You know, why does why does the underwear one freak you out, but the swimwear doesn't? Yeah, no. I mean, it's 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 one of those questions that there really is no biblical answer to. What it, What do you mean? There is there's no. I mean, the Bible answer. talks about like unpres- our unpresentable parts require greater modesty, mm-hmm. and so the Bible does have a standard of. Um, uh, indecency as far as these things are concerned. And, you know, typically, I mean, the Bible standard is pretty high. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. So and it, now part of what's happening is people have adopted some sort of cultural relative, uh, cultural relativism as it relates to like the nature of immodesty. So they think it's just entirely just a cultural thing that mm-hmm. we have no way of understanding like objectively, right? So they'll point to, you know, the African tribes where the women are topless or whatever. Uh, the pagan women who have no access to the gospel, they're topless. That isn't immodest to them. So it's just all subjective. Who knows what we're even talking about? But that isn't really, I mean, the Bible has a, but does teach us a standard of modesty that um, is fairly specific. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in, in Ezekiel, um, and this is funny, my kids were um, reading through this or listening to through uh, Ezekiel um, in their Bible, listening to or whatever. <laughs> and then my son looks over at me when uh, you get to the part where um, uh, Israel was per- portrayed as a naked young woman in the wilderness. And it says, uh, she was, behold, she was at the time of, of love. Her breasts were formed. And so God comes and he covers her up, right? So yeah. he covers her up. She covers up the shame of her nakedness, but then in the text itself, it says her nakedness was demonstrated by uncovered breast, right? Yeah. Right. So like, and then, you know, Paul talks about in the life of the body, our unpresentable parts require greater modesty. Well, what in the world would our unpresentable parts be, right? Mm-hmm. If not our sexual organs and for, you know, at the very least for women breast. And I mean, I think men probably are a lot more immodest, um, than what they should be too, you know, mm-hmm. as far as that goes. But without like wading into all that, all I'm trying to say is there is an objective standard of, of modesty in the Bible that's not just a cultural uh, artifact here. Um, there are uh, unpresentable parts that require greater modesty, and we all know what they are. Uh, but then right. not only that, like in the church, you know, a woman would be con- uh, thought of as being immodest by having her hair braided with gold and jewelry as a lavish display of wealth on her head. And mm-hmm. that was considered immodest because it's drawing attention, like uh, inappropriate attention towards her. And so if right. that's like the standard of biblical modesty is, could even reach to that. then I think, you know, a bikini has crossed the line a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we, like, you know, and, and your point, the point you're making is just, it's an obvious point. I mean, like you, like what rational grounds do you have for saying that, you know, a woman walking around in public in her underwear is indecent, but then a woman wearing a bikini that probably covers less is not. And I think we all know, we, we, we all know the answer to this question. We just don't want to say it. Well, uh, uh, you know, what people say in response is basically, Hey, you're being legalistic, which is sort of the default answer yep. when, you know, whenever someone hears something that they don't like coming from the Bible, yep. whenever they, whenever they see people who are just saying, Hey, maybe, God's given us all these commands. Maybe we should obey some of them. You right. know, the the response is typically, "Hey, you're being you're being legalistic, right?" So, sure. so what is so what would your response to that be when it comes to? I mean, basically, what we're talking about here is modesty, right? right. Um, if there is any command, I mean, if modesty has a meaning, then a bikini has crossed that line. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. I mean, it really has. I mean, it's just not that. It's not that hard. Okay. I mean, I mean, there's a there's a reason that you know on the on the sports magazines that's what they put on the front cover. Yeah, Sports Illustrated right? swimsuit edition or whatever. I don't know if they still have those anymore, but uh, it, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, the point 
Um, yeah, to that kind of person who thinks everything is legalism, it's just they're an antinomian. They don't want to hear anything the Bible has to say. So does the Bible teach modesty or not? Yes or no? You know, and if it does, then like we should be able to at least figure it out in the most egregious examples possible. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're not even talking about, you know, skinny jeans here. Yeah. We're not even talking talking about the hard cases. This is as easy as it gets. Okay. (laughs) This is as easy as it can possibly get like, um, to where that would violate that standard. And the Bible says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. The one who says, I love, you know, I love him and does not keep his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. Um, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. Just read those passages over and over again. Do a search, you know, in a Bible program, keep his commandments and you'll see over and over again that we're, called to obey God and that's not yeah. legalism to obey God. And so like the, the issue is, is there any category for modesty whatsoever and what does it entail? Right. And, and I think a biblical standard of modesty would be so far on the other side of these things that this is not even a, this is just a discussion that only takes place in a society that has basically chucked any concept of modesty anymore, basically. Yeah. And, and I think even going beyond that, you know, it, you have to ask yourself the question, okay, so do you think, all right, all right, so let's just put aside the, it's immodest for a second, right? Or or let, let's put aside the fact that God has commanded us to be modest. You know, why are you, what's the motivation behind wanting to wear something like that in the first place? You right. know, is, is the motivation real? Are, you, are, are we really to believe that the motivation is, no, well, I think I'm glorifying God when I wear something like this. Yeah. No yeah. one, no one thinks that yeah. uh, the reason, pe- you know, the reason you dress up that way is because you want to be seen. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I think that's really why, why especially women get so angry on this topic is because really they want to be, they want to be seen. Women right. want, yeah. So God has made women to be beautiful and men to admire it, right? So God has right. made men to admire. So God, men want to enjoy looking at a woman and a uh, woman, like, so the sin of a man is to, like, want to, to get physical gratification out of people that you shouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. The sin of a woman is to, to get um, interest that you shouldn't be, arouse interest that you shouldn't. They shouldn't want. Shouldn't yeah. want, right? Right. So you know you can't like you're living in a like there's a there's definitely uh, this is definitely a sin that um, the Bible speaks more to with women because I mean like the truth is like you know if a guy were just to stand there without his clothes on or whatever most women <laughs> would be in, like repelled by it right right yeah I mean there's like sitcom episodes that. <laughs> are based on that kind of premise about how awkward that is for most women. So women are kind of repelled by that, but then men are men like that's it's we're made differently mm-hmm. is the point. And now, I mean, the more that like gender lines are blurred, the more that you have, you know, women hooting and hollering at a man without a shirt on kind of stuff. And like that becomes more commonplace, but most women are kind of repelled by that. Like the more um, innocent they are, right. They're repelled right. by that kind of thing. And so like, so yeah, I mean, you know, First Timothy two nine. Likewise, also the women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty, self control, right? Um, not with the braided hair of gold or pearls or costly attire. <laughs> Legalist. But what is appropriate for women who profess godliness with good works? So, um, I mean, it's just like these are like, you know, 
Paul was addressing, you know, levels of immodesty that are entirely foreign to our um, our culture and our society at this point. To where if you were to put not in a bikini, like he wouldn't even think that that would be a debate. You know? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, Paul. Listen, I get it. You don't like the gold and and people's hair, but but gold bikini. Gold hear bikini. me out. Hear me out. Gold bikini. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go, go <for> <laughs> uh, like, come on, that one's got to be fine, though. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So um, you okay. basically make an argument from the, you know, the greater to the lesser at that point, right? Okay, so for you know, for women out there, what who who still want to be able to go to a public pool? <laughs> what what is what's some <laughs> alternative to you know the um skimpy you know <laughs> yellow polka dot bikini yeah i don't i mean well you know I, I i i mean maybe it should cause us to think that you know we shouldn't feel at home in public pools period uh-huh you know for some of these reasons i mean because it's not just about what you're doing it's what you're looking at and what, what everyone else and, is doing right yeah so i mean i think we should you know take these things a lot more seriously than what we uh, take them and, and you know obviously the world would think we're strange if we're not you know rushing headlong in um, the same flood of iniquity that they're passing down but I don't know that we're doing a very good job you know as a society I think we've right. normalized every kind of bit of indecency we glory in our shame and you know I, I've you know I don't think that we'd ever get to a place where we would think that drag queen story hours were great and wonderful but here we are right yeah, and it's weird because I can think of so many different episodes where it feels like we've said something along the lines of whatever whatever the topic is, you know, even Christians think this way, right? Yeah. And and so that that is a little bit of a, a concerning thing to have I think to I can consistently do a poll. say. Yeah, I, you know? I, I, maybe we'll do a poll on on Twitter and we'll see you know how un, how controversial some normal thinking on this topic actually is, you know. Well, we got to put it out before this episode comes out so that people <laughs> people don't game the system. <laughs> so, yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's definitely a lot worth thinking about. It, and it is very concerning, the things that people are, are comfortable wearing outside in general. Sure. So, so fair enough. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, Go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move.